Welcome to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. We are a local church in East London, here to be a beacon of hope for Hoxton. And our mission is to worship God, make disciples, share Jesus, and transform Hoxton. Awesome. So this is the armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the power of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when, when the day comes, you might be able to stand your ground after you have done everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in, in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to this, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you for that. Great reading. Um, Good afternoon, everyone. It's great to be here today together. As you might have guessed, we're starting a new series today on the armor of God, and I'm really excited to share about that today. Um, yeah, we're going to be looking at each different piece of armor each week. So as it's the first week, I'm going to be talking about the Bell of Truth, which Paul mentioned first. And we thought as a team, it'd be really good to go into each pieces of these armor as we head into this new year, this new unknown year, and be really aware of being in that relationship with God, being protected from what Paul said, the enemy of darkness, and all that threaten that relationship. And uh, I'll dive into the belt of truth in a bit. I wanted to give a bit more context about um, the book of Ephesians and why Paul uses the armor of God to illustrate his message. Paul wrote the book um, of Ephesians, well, it's a letter to the church in Ephesus to tackle a certain problem, a problem which is kind of, repeats a lot in the early church, and it's that Jewish Christians, so Christians who were once Jewish becoming Christians, were seeing Gentile Christians as being kind of lesser Christians, because the Jewish Christians were there first. They believe in God first. The Gentile Christians being those who aren't Jewish, but have come to know God. And what Paul says in the letter to the church in Ephesus, and what we know is that we can't earn salvation, but it's given to all of us in our diversity and we're unified under Christ. We cannot earn salvation, but if we believe and trust in him and ask for forgiveness, we will 
be saved. At the time of writing this letter and this great message, Paul was in house arrest in Rome, awaiting his um, trial against Emperor Nero. Not a great guy in history. <laughs> he was kind of like all the Colosseums and people getting killed. and Not, not great. Not, not a fantastic guy. But he was, Paul was probably surrounded by Roman guards, studied with armor um, all the time. So it was probably quite close to his heart, seeing all this armor everywhere. And as I was, um, I was listening to a podcast this week on Roman army and um, what it is to be a Roman soldier. Not a podcast I usually listen to, um, but I thought, um, since I'm doing a talk, I should like understand it a bit more. And something really interesting I found out. So when the Roman Empire, this massive empire, would take over nations and enemy forces around them, um, they would often allow the generals and all those who have rank in this military force to join their military force, making it kind of a very powerful force. So if you're a general in an enemy army and Rome overtook you, then you'd be allowed to keep your general military rank, but in the Roman army. And the way they did this was to, um, it was like a seven-step process, um, which is called assimilation, I believe, and the final step of this process to become a fully-fledged Roman soldier is to be given your armor, which makes sense in Paul's letter, as this is quite common knowledge or widely known. So it makes sense at the end of his letter, he talks about this armor of God, putting on this armor as one of the final steps. And he was probably aware that the new Roman soldiers that had been captured but brought in and were given rank probably felt like quite lesser because or due to like the traditional Roman soldiers those who were born in Rome went into the army and were there for since its beginning probably saw lesser like I just fought you like a week ago and now you're above me or below me this doesn't feel right so they're seen as like lesser soldiers and this kind of links back into what was happening like a direct comparison Paul probably saw at that time with the church. However, Paul reframes this armor that he's talking about in his, as um, Juliet read, he says, it's not an armor against flesh and blood, but rather an armor protecting us from the kingdom of evil, of darkness. Something which is intended to stop our spiritual lives and come between us and God. Now, what is spiritual, our spiritual life? It kind of sounds a bit... For me, it sounds a bit vague, like I can't really picture it that well. But our spiritual life is our life lived in and with God. Just as physically we're born into this world, in this physical world, when we are born again through baptism in Christ is when our spiritual lives begin. Now coming back to truth, how does truth help us in this armor to protect against this kingdom of darkness? Jesus says in John chapter 8 about truthfulness. He says, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The truth is not something that restricts us or binds us, but it's something that frees us. Truth's like we're made in God's image. We are so loved. God sent his only son to die for our sins. We cannot earn salvation by being perfect people. It is a gift given to us. 
One of the best tools the enemy has against us is lies. In fact, Jesus says later in John chapter 8 about the devil, he says, when he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar and the father of lies. The devil is the antithesis to God, the opposite. When there is truth and freedom with God, there is imprisonment with sin and deceitfulness with the devil. The enemy will so often shame us when we mess up, when we sin. For me, when I know I've sinned, I feel awful and I think I can't come back into this relationship with God. I have to work myself up, become more holy so I'm in right relationship with him. But that's the, that's the devil, that's a lie. God calls us back into relationship with him. It says in Joel, which is one of the minor prophets in the Old Testament, I think this is really re- related to this. He says, Now return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, and bounding in loving kindness, and relenting of evil. God does not want you to have a moment where you're not with him to make up for your sins. In fact, he wants to be close to you in all things, in all times. I want to keep. I want to remind everyone, we can't keep secrets from God. So you might as well be truthful, you know. Come to him with your problems. I'm really struggling with this. Lord, forgive me, I've sinned. I am not perfect. Now, coming back to the belt. Now, what is its function like physically? I, yeah, I know it holds up your trousers and everything. But looking at like the armor, what does it do? We'll come back to the Roman armor. What it did, it was the foundation to a lot of the armor. So it's where you hang your, like very important things like your sword and your daggers and all different things. And maybe your, maybe your money as well. And it acted as the foundation of that armor. And it also protected your vulnerable parts. I know a lot of massive guys who are kicked in their vulnerable parts would be, you know, on the ground crying. Um, I feel like truth is the same for both of these things. To have truth as the foundation of ourselves and our relationship with God and to understand who we are and who he says we are is so important to ward off the lies the enemy so quickly fires at us. The enemy is cunning and he is, he knows our vulnerabilities and so often he'll target those of lies and temptations and say, oh, why don't you do this? Everyone else is doing this. The world tells you to do this. It's normal, you know. Ignore what God says. And it's so easy. I'm sure a lot of us have succumbed to those from time to time. But by knowing your truth and what God calls you to do and who you are is the best way to tackle these. So when the devil says, you're not worthy to come back into relationship with God yet, you say, I am because I'm his child. He says he loved me. He says, I'm treasure to him. We are often so bombarded from social media and the world Things saying like we're not worthy and don't deserve relationship with him because of the things we look at and the things we succumb to. Yeah, and it's not what the world deems as right. It's what God deems as right and truth. It's what we should rest in. The truth Paul teaches is one of the best ways we can defend against this, being rooted in truth. Now, I just want to look more practically at how we can equip ourselves with this truth as the foundation. Because I've talked a lot about how it's the foundation, but what can we do to protect us and almost fight against the lies that are thrown at us constantly? I really recommend remembering and remembering some truth the Bible teaches. The Bible and Scripture is 
the word of God. It is truth. And there's, I'm just going to show a few examples of what God says about you to help you guys understand what I am for myself, the truth he puts on our lives and who we are, and not what the devil tries to, he tries to say the opposite in all of these things. But in 1 Peter, it says, we are treasured, we are a treasured possession. In Deuteronomy 7, verse 6, he says, we are treasured. He says in 1 John that we are his children. Again, later in 1 John, he says, we are worth dying for. In Ephesians, the same letter Paul is writing about the armor of God. It says we are created for a purpose. And it goes on to say we are forgiven. We're not what the devil says we are and what lies he says. We are children of God and he has forgiven our sins. We do not need to hide from God's mercy because it is freely given to us. And the truth is we have freedom and we have a loving relationship with a father who seeks us so eagerly. So as we leave today, I really want to encourage you to think about the truth he calls you to and how we are loved and not less than anyone else. And we're not who the world says we are, but we are who God says we are. Um, so I just want to pray for us all as I finish up um, this reflection. God, thank you that you so loved us, you sent your son. Thank you, Lord, that the truth is we are your children. We are made in your image. We are precious to you, Lord. Lord, thank you for forgiving us and accepting us back into your arms instantly, Lord. Lord, may there be no break in our separation from you. Lord, thank you that you know we're going to sin, and thank you, Lord, that you take it on through the cross, and you've forgiven us already. Lord, as we leave this place, may we remember these truths. When the world tries to tell us different, we stand holdfast as truth as our foundation. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. New talks will be uploaded every week from all of our services. And do check out our website, stjohnshoxton.org.uk, for more information.